Hey, welcome to the show. Quick shout out to two things real quick. Enzo Magazine 4, this Saturday, July 25th on enzo.brand.com. Enzoshop.com, whatever the fuck the website is, okay? I'm going to be posting it all week on Instagram. Alex is releasing uh, a brand new line, a brand new magazine, uh, Enzo 4. I told you about it a couple episodes ago when I moved here. So check it out. Um, I'll post the link and stuff in the description of the podcast. But yeah, another thing, Allie has been making some art on Instagram and on Etsy. It's at uh, Thought and Color. Check it out on Instagram. She just got 1,000 followers doing this big giveaway for some of the art that she's been making. And yeah, so shout out Thought and Color and check out Enzo uh, for this Saturday for a new magazine. It's going to be really cool. Alex is really excited about it. Uh, so yeah, we'll see where it goes. But episode 15, how we doing, baby? Thank you guys so much for listening. We are on a roll. Shout out to my listeners in Finland and <laughs> Finland and Netherlands and the Philippines and Canada and Argentina. But, you know, those other crazy, dude. Mr. Worldwide. Pitbull, baby. Woo! Thank you guys so much for listening. Episode 15. We got some great listens uh, with Sean's episode last week. If you're a new listener, thank you so much for checking me out. Check Sean out. Uh, And you know the deal, baby. We are on a roll. Episode 15. Thank you guys so much for listening. And here we go. Yeah, okay, so, like, crazy, okay? Crazy, crazy, crazy shit happened to me on my way home from Las Vegas. So, first time traveling in a plane, I took a flight to uh, Vegas because it was 29 bucks. Yeah, okay? $29, Delta, the first way, and then on the way back, I had to fly Frontier. Now, me, I'm... I'm one of those, you know, like, like, I don't want to say I'm spoiled or like, I want to only fly one airline or whatever, but through my job with the color run, primarily every flight was Delta. Okay. So I've gotten accustomed to being a Delta sky member. Okay. Upgrades, free shit, no carry on fees. All that stuff. All the good jazz that as an adult you care about. And as a kid you didn't give a shit about. But I do. Okay. So Delta. One way to get there. Great. Everyone wore a mask. Everyone was great. No no troubles. Of course. It's Delta. Okay. Good People that care about where they want to go. You fly Delta. Okay. College. You fly Spirit. But. As you get older, you're like, I, I deserve a little more comfort in the sky, right? So on the way home, I could have flown Delta again, but it was it was 90 bucks back one way to Salt Lake City. And I was like, 90 bucks, that's a lot of money. <laughs> After only spending 29, 
Ah, Delta, I should get the same price. And you're like, well, Nico, why didn't you just, why didn't you just, you know, book a round trip for like, you know, 60 bucks? Well, you know, I would have. But, you know, I, I saw the 29 bucks. I was like, ah, oh, 29 bucks one way. I'll figure out when I come home later. You know, I can just buy the ticket if it's going to be this cheap. Whatever. Okay. On the way back, I had to fly Frontier because Frontier was offering a $39 flight. I'm like, all right, that's cheap. I had only flown Frontier once, and that's when I went to Punta Cana, 2015, spring break, amazing time. Frontier got us there, got us back, no problem. But it's been five years. There's a coronavirus pandemic. Slim pickings of pilots. Not everyone's working. I'm worried. Get to the airport in Vegas to come home, okay? I have like 17 electronics in my bag. I'm sorry. I'm that guy. I have my fucking laptop. I brought my Xbox. I have all my music producing stuff, my DJ board, everything. The guy, as I'm taking, <laughs> as I'm approaching the the place to put, you know, my electronics, the guy goes, of course, he, he asked you the dumbest fucking question, right? Because you already been there. You know how to do this, right? We talked about this in the last episode. Take out your electronics and everything out of your bag bigger than us. You know, that guy, okay? So you're, he's like, do you have any electronics? I'm like, yeah, I actually have like eight. And he gave me that look like I just ruined his fucking day that I had eight. He goes, eight? What do you mean eight? I was like, I have eight electronics. <laughs> uh, you know that dad laugh? <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, oh, wow. Uh, okay, well, we're going to have to put two in each because you can't take up eight bins. You don't want to hold up the line. I turn around. No one's behind me. There's nobody there. Nobody. Airport empty. No one's there. This guy just is lazy. And I'm like, all right. So we put all our shit in. Okay. I get through security. And I realize that my other bag with all my clothes and my toiletries and all that good jazz is not didn't make the cut it got pushed to the other aisle it went right instead of left and i'm like all right well what do i have in there i don't i don't think i have anything in there you know so <laughs> side note i did have i had you know my pens you know and stuff like that so i was already kind of sketching i was like ah, maybe they'll find that and they'll throw it away or i'll get in trouble you know whatever so i was kind of freaking out because i was like if they find that what's gonna happen because you know whatever so the guy pulls pulls me out to that little side area, the the no man's land, and he's like, "Do you have anything in your bag that's sharp?" And I was like, "Um, no. Like I shouldn't." He goes, "Well, I'm seeing something that you do." And I'm like, "I don't have anything sharp, you know? Like I was like, I don't what are you finding? I don't I don't have anything in there." He goes, "Do you have a knife in your bag?" And I go, no. <laughs> he goes, sir, I clearly see there's a knife in your bag. I'm going to have to take it out and look at it. And I said, okay, pull it out because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So he, so he's going through my little toiletry bag where supposedly this knife is, right? Pulls out my dab pens, pulls out all my shit. No knife. No knife in the bag. And he's like, sir... He's like, I, I see in the x-rays there is a knife in this bag. Can you tell me where it is? And I don't know where the knife is because I don't know there's one in there. And then he pulls it out. And apparently, 
I had forgotten that when I went camping early June, I bought a pocket knife for whatever reason because I wanted to be Bear Grylls. And I... I completely forgot it was in there. Completely forgot. I I flew to Vegas and there was no issue, you know? So I was like, I, I didn't know. But the guy started asking me questions. He's like, why do you have this? Like, why do you have this? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> this guy thinks I have a knife and I'm hiding it from him. I'm like, I don't, I don't have it, dude. I'm sorry. I, I don't, I, I, I I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sweating. I'm sweating at this point. One, because he has my dad pens out in front of him, hasn't said anything about him yet. Two, is because he's holding a knife in his hand, and he's like, we're going to have to do something about this. Let's pause the story right there. To my right, at the same time, there's this lady (laughs) who is also getting her bag searched, okay? And (laughs) she uh, was not having any of it. And it was so funny because I, I don't really see things like this happen in public ever. You know, I see the videos and I'm like, wow, people freaking out in public, making a scene. I wanna see that really bad, you know? Because you always see these crazy videos of people filming other people and people screaming at each other. And I'm like, why can't I ever get that one video, you know? So this lady, she goes, y'all ain't going to throw out my hair products really loud. (laughs) You picture her, okay? Y'all ain't going to throw my hair products out right. Y'all, I paid so much money for that, like screaming out loud about all her products that she has in her bag okay and the tsa agents this poor lady who hates her job she's miserable doesn't want to be there she's like ma'am ma'am the rule is that you cannot have a certain amount of liquid in your bag and the lady was like i don't give a fuck if i can't she goes it's shampoo and conditioner and all this face stuff she's like i what am i gonna do i ain't gonna hurt nobody she said that at the same time, I'm standing there getting interrogated about my knife. And my guy, instead of being a dick at this point, realizes that there's a bigger situation at hand, grabs the knife and says, we're going to have to go to the front and you're going to have to either ship this or talk to somebody about why you want to have this on the plane. A dead look at him in the eye and I said, hey man, you want to just throw the knife away? And he goes, are you sure? And I said, yeah. <laughs> Get me the fuck out out of here this lady at the same time grabs all her stuff mid argument mid discussion and fast paces down the escalator away from the tsa agent and you know what the tsa agent did nothing nothing so all you got to do is argue a little and nothing happens and you get to keep going with your day what the fuck's going on this lady they're treating her as if she's a threat obviously if i have a knife they're treating her as the equivalent you know you can't have this shit on a plane you're breaking a rule she, my guy almost fucking murdered me and arrested me for me you know me me i'm so unintimidating i can't hurt a fly but they treated me so bad and this lady just grabbed her shit and walked and the dsa literally they did that shoulder shrug where they go yeah well well we tried you know uh, they looked at each other. We tried. Like, you know, I mean, you can't stop them all, you know, I guess. You can't stop them all. <laughs> so I get on the plane, okay? Boarding process begins. I get on the plane. We're all wearing masks. Delta, one way, no problem. 
no problem. Everyone was on the same page. Delta was like, thank you guys so much for wearing masks. Everyone was good. They had it down to a T. We were in and out fast. Frontier didn't. Okay? On the ticket, they clearly say everyone has to be wearing a face covering. Okay, cool. Everyone wear a face covering. Hey, hey, I don't know if you know, but big coronavirus pandemic going on. Okay? Still going on. Started back in, I don't know. I don't know, 2011, 2000, I I don't know. It's, there's a coronavirus going on. So it's clear that everyone has to have a mask on. Unfortunately, the gentleman to my right didn't think that was a thing. This man, dead ass, sat there (laughs) the entire time boarding, no mask. And I'm sitting there right next to him, kind of like giving him that look like, buddy, put the mask on, you know, mask on, future, mask on. And the flight attendant walks over and he goes, sir, put your mask on. I'm not going to tell you again. And the guy goes, I'm a disabled vet. What does that have to do with anything? And everyone's like, you could start to feel the tension in the plane rise. Like, oh, everyone's kind of on edge. Everyone, you know, hates their life. They're flying frontier. You know, no one wants to be there. And this guy doesn't have a mask on and trying to infect the entire plane. He's like, I'm a disabled vet. I'm not, I'm not wearing a mask. The guy, the flight attendant looks at him and says, okay, you're not flying then. And the guy goes, oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm not flying. Oh, I'm not flying. Making a big scene, big scene, getting, everything's getting rowdy. You know, people are starting to kind of freak out a little. And I was like, oh shit, we got a situation. What's about to happen? The guy got kicked off the plane and we all cheered. We all applauded. We said, hey, no mask, no flight. You know what I'm saying? No mask, no flight. And it's only because I fly Frontier. It's my fault. I put myself in that situation and I won't do it again. You can hear it here. You heard it here first, episode 15. I'm not flying Frontier anymore. I fly Delta. I fly Delta. You know? So, yeah, I almost almost got arrested at... (laughs) the fucking airport i mean it's funny because they didn't even see my dad pens they didn't even stop me for them you know i fly with them usually all the time they're not gonna really say anything but i'm always worried so if you ever want to try it <laughs> just try it put it in your put it in your carry-on and just take the chance that's what i do uh update on that kanye 2020 thing man did you guys see that meltdown oh my god it's 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 kind of sad it really is because you know kanye is so great but then when he gets in this like media in the eyes of the media and stuff and he starts to talk and stuff i think he feels so much pressure because everyone wants him to break down and then every and then he just breaks down and everyone's on camera filming it and all stuff but he he doesn't help himself you know he's talking about harriet tubman and how she didn't help black people and how she she was a she moved them uh took the black slave she's freed to take him to work for more white people and just, you know, really hot takes that, you know, shouldn't be, shouldn't be, you know, your foreground of a presidential campaign. You shouldn't come out saying that the first day, you know, no word from Harriet Tubman yet on a response. She hasn't responded yet. So we'll see if she, she responds, but yeah, Kanye meltdown. He's like screaming. He's like, I almost killed my daughter and all that. And it sucks because the Kardashians, they don't give a fuck about him. They don't care. This, again, is just a giant publicity stunt, okay? 
all it is. It's sad that no one is there with him. He's just there walking around saying nonsense and like there's no one there supporting him. You know, I just kind of feel bad for the guy. And you could tell he's not really in the right headspace right now. Maybe musically he is, but mentally I just don't think it's all there. And I'm nervous and I'm worried about him. And I hope he doesn't have a big breakdown like he did uh, a few years ago. So we'll keep a we'll keep our eyes on Kanye. But dude, have you guys ever heard of Mandela effects? Oh my God, Mandela effects! I learned so much about them in the last few days because uh, I was just interested about you know I'd always heard the term but I didn't know, really know what they meant. So a Mandela effect, basically, if you don't know, is when the society and us as people all believe one thing to be true and one thing to be what it is when it's not. So, like, we all think that one thing is right, but it's wrong. But we go with it being wrong still because we think it's right. Let me give you an example. Okay, I'll give you a few examples. So they're, they're kind of... Kind of crazy because I catch myself saying these. We'll start. Peanut butter, okay? The brand, the classic brand, the red, green, and red brand. <laughs> what is it called? I called it Jiffy for the longest time because that's what everyone says. Oh, Jiffy peanut butter. It's Jiff. What? I didn't know that. Looney Tunes. Spell Looney Tunes. I'll give you a sec. Okay, ready? You either spelled it L-O-O-N-E-Y-T-O-O-N-S or L-O-O-N-E-Y-T-U-N-E-S. Which one's right? It's Looney Tunes. T-U-N-E-S. I didn't know that. I don't know that. I am, I feel like such a dummy. Oh, what about the Bernstein Bears? Were you a big Bernstein Bears fan growing up? I wasn't. But let me tell you something if you were, if you know what I'm talking about. They don't exist. The Bernstein Bears isn't a thing. It's the Bernstein Bears. Psh, what? The Bernstein Birds. That doesn't even sound right. Is it sex in the city or sex and the city? The show. It's sex and the city. Am I blowing your mind right now? Spell Febreze. Did you spell it F-E-B-R-E-Z-E -E or F-E-B-R-E-E-Z-E? -E -E? It's the first one. There's no two E's. And like, there's so many other examples of this, like Fruit Loops. Am I going to blow your mind if I tell you that to spell Fruit Loops, it's F-R-O-O-T-L-O-O-P-S? It's not the word fruit. Like, what's another thing? Like, <laughs> is it Cheez-It or Cheez-Its? Yeah, don't add the Z. Extra Z. It's Cheez-It. Not Cheez-Its. That's how we say it, though. It's just, like, so mind-blowing. Like... Uh, like loot, <laughs> like if you're a Star Wars fan, I'm not. Which oh, you're a Star Wars fan? I've never seen one movie, brother. Never. All right, ready? I'll just I'll put them all on the line right now. I've never seen Star Wars, Star Trek, 
Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit. Never seen any of them. Okay, I'm sorry. I that's just I can't. It's not me. I me. I saw Twilight though. I like Twilight. I thought Twilight was really good. I was a Team Jacob guy. Okay, I I've just never seen this shit. But in the Star Wars, if you know, if you you know, everyone says Luke. I am your father. But that's not right. He didn't say Luke. All he said was, hey, I'm your father. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm your father. He doesn't say Luke, I am your father. But we all, everyone in the world will say Luke, I am your father. And this is the one that really fucking tore me a new one. Bohe- uh no, we are the champions. Everyone at the end of that song by Queen, you know, we are the champion. We are the champion. Everyone at the end of the song, when he says it for the last time and it's fading out, everyone says, of the world. But what if I told you that that's not even in the song and that we just all added that because that's what goes there. But he never said it. In the song, you look at the lyrics, it doesn't say of the world. And that's mind below wing. So Mandela effects. Crazy. If you know any, there's so many that I could have gone through, but I was like, I'm not gonna, you know, bore you. Or maybe you were interested. But there's so many. Just look them up online. There's like Oscar Mayer. It's not Oscar Mayer, it's Ask it's Os- no Oscar Meyer. That doesn't exist. It's Oscar Mayer. You know? so many cool ones and it really blew my mind because like why do we all do that why do we all just go with this norm even though it's wrong wait i'm missing the biggest one ever stop the presses ready et you've seen the movie what does he say when he's like doing that finger thing that you don't know what he's doing and he's like et and you either and you probably said phone home okay we all said that growing up, E.T. phone home. If you watch the movie, if you look up a clip, look, I'll upload a clip in the description of this podcast so you can go see it. He says, E.T. home phone. The kids say E.T. phone home. But he, when he first says it, he says home phone what? What? I saw that and it really it pissed me off. Pissed me off. It's always been ET phone home. Not ET home phone. I don't give a fuck about your home phone number. Who has a home phone still, ET? I don't, even though I still remember it. I bet you we all still remember our fucking home phone numbers from when we were like Growing up, I seven three four seven two one four zero nine three. Get at me, bitch. What's up? Call me. Hit me up. Six seven eight triple nine eight two one two. Yeah, I don't care about ET's home phone. All right, it's probably a long number. I probably don't get a reception there or service. But we all said phone home. It's home phone. Oh, just a quick sip of that. You know, that good coffee. But so uh, yeah. Crazy weekend, fun time, great things, but a lot of, a lot of music that I didn't get to talk about last episode with Sean, 
uh, and a couple shows. So let's get into that. Let's get right into it, folks. Uh, let's start with a uh, couple songs that came out last week. All right. The Adventures of Moon Man and Slim by Kid Cudi and Eminem. Eminem's best verse in a really long time. Really long time. And the hype to that song was really shitty because everyone was like, Y'all are going to make fun of Eminem when he's rapping really loud and screaming into the mic and all this shit. But he came and he did it monotone and he killed it. Him and Kid Cudi, that transition where M picks up right where Kid Cudi left off in the same tone. You don't even know who was rapping at that point. So good, man. So good. Really enjoy it. I heard, I heard that um, there might be an album coming out, a few more songs with them together. Kid Cudi has a blank album slot on his website right now, and I would love it. I- I'm all for these crazy collabs, you know, that albums that you don't think would ever happen, like, you know, like the Linkin Park Jay-Z album, like, ho- like so good, you know, just two different genres blending in. And even though Eminem and Kid Cudi are rap, they're completely two different styles, but they work so well after that one sample of a song. So I'm excited for it. I'm hoping they keep doing it. It was super good. Check it out. Uh, this whole Jada and Will Smith thing going on with August Alsina picked up even more uh, when August and Rick Ross dropped the song called Entanglement. Um, I've never heard that word before until the last two weeks. It's a really weird way to describe uh, a a relationship between two people like oh i was entangled in that like that's no one wants to be tangled i hate fucking untangling things so <laughs> that's another song you should check out uh let's talk about the two fucking masterpieces drake and uh dj khaled dropped up real quick i personally people are gonna be like oh pop star is clearly the better song than greece okay lyrically yes i agree with you but I love when Drake makes those summertime like vibe songs, like Signs by Drake that he released like in 2017 gives me the same vibe that Grease did. Just like super summer vibe, palm trees, drinking a drink, you know, all that good stuff. Like I love the production Khaled. The disrespect Khaled gets on a not daily basis is is crazy because you look at the fucking songs that this guy has out in history. Like, forget All I Do Is Win. Forget it. Because that song just got turned into a sports event song. Take it to the head. Like, uh, I'm on one. No new friends. Like, all these old songs when we were in high school growing up. I just remember Khaled being that guy. And he's, you know, he continued to just put out all these albums. And, yeah, he's kind of a goofball. But, like... You get these two projects with Drake, and you're like, I understand why he's so respected in the game and why he's, he's up there. And I hope I can be DJ Khaled one day, dude. Like, that guy lives the life. He literally just produces songs, says four words on every track that he makes, and he makes millions off of it. You tell me as a producer or as a person in general, you wouldn't want that, you know? So Khaled, Drake, pop star, Grease, unbelievable. Uh, let's talk about uh, last... Two episodes ago, I told you about how Odessa was running music under a new alias called Bronson, okay? Now, I don't know why this is all of a sudden a trend, but I got two more DJs for you who are running under um, aliases right now. Not putting music out 
as their normal. Okay? As their normal name. We got Tiesto, who, of course, is famous for songs like Secrets and Wasted, stuff like that. He's running under the new alias V-E-R colon West. So, like, Ver West. And it's super trancy, super housey. Very good. <laughs> very good. Tiesto is very good by himself, but now this new alias, I'm sure, I'm assuming he's running off a new sound. He wants to do something new, but it's so good. Now, the other one, who is my personal favorite DJ and someone I look up to, even though he's less than a year older than me, someone who I like so much. I hope I can meet him. I want to talk to him. He's one of my inspirations. Martin Garrix. Okay. Martin Garrix is writing under the alias Y-Tram. And it's interesting because he debuted it back in, I remember, I think 2017 at Tomorrowland. He started running this new music um, under this alias Y-Tram, just like playing IDs, which is unidentified songs, at live festivals. And people are like, what is that? What is that? And he's finally put it out on Apple Music. So look up Y-Tram. He's got one song out very good very housey opposite of what he usually makes so i think a lot of these djs are trying to you know create different demographics of listeners you know like martin garrix is very progressive house he's very big room very big you know and now he's trying to maybe aim towards the house people and it's very good and he's done it before he has another alias martin garrix where it's not necessarily an alias it's a group he works with someone else called area 21 and that's very, very good stuff, too. Check out Area 21, which is also Martin Garrix's alias. I really enjoy that kind of stuff. I like when artists can, you know, do different things. And I think it all started with, I mean, Diplo. Diplo does it, being three different people. Diplo is Diplo. He's uh, in Major Laser, And he's in Jack U. And they're all different sounds. So to be able to do that as a DJ, I think that's absolutely incredible. Because it's hard. It's hard to adapt and change your sound and maybe do something you're uncomfortable with. And I know that as just a small DJ and small artist. And so like trying to appease to different demographics is hard because <laughs> like I've had shows where I had to open up for Mersive uh, after, after doing breakaway uh, in Grand Rapids. I, so I had to leave my set at breakaway right to the cl uh, after party club in Grand Rapids and Mersive is very wubby very res, very trippy, you know, and I'm not, I like that kind of stuff, but I can't make that kind of stuff. And I can't, especially back then, I wasn't even really producing anything. I was just making mixes and mashups and, you know, like I, I wasn't, I'm not that kind of vibe. So I remember opening for him and playing my set. I just played the same set that I played at breakaway at the club, uh, with just a few tweaks. And I remember, you know, some people were vibing it and stuff, but it's so opposite of what <laughs> they wanted to hear. So to be a DJ and be able to go from one genre and then appease to a different genre is super, super talented and super cool. So check out Y-Tram, Area 21. Um, check out those new Drake songs if you haven't already, which you probably have. The Adventures of Moon Man and Slim by Kid Cudi and Eminem. But... Before we start talking about music, I want to talk about, you know, some kind of shocking news, shocking news that came out of the music world uh, just this past week. And, you know, I'm pretty emotional about it, 
or kind of upset, not upset, but like bittersweet about it. So Logic, uh, he's been quiet. He released a few verses with on Quinn's new album, which by the way sucked. Um, yeah, Logic's retiring. It's it's crazy. It's crazy to think that he's retiring because Logic was Logic is like Drake. They came out at, like at the same time for me. I was listening to them both at the same time when Drake dropped Take Care, Logic dropped Under Pressure. Like so so much good music back back in the day. And I remember my homie Jeff, uh shout out Jeff Andrews. He got me into Logic cuz he was bumping the Young Sinatra Undeniable mixtape. He was dropping all those old school Logic projects that I hadn't listened to. So I got more and more into Logic and then Under Pressure obviously came out and Under Pressure is one of those albums that I'll never stop listening to ever. Like I remember Metropolis on there, Buried Alive, um, Nikki, uh, just the intro and like the, there's so many good songs on Under Pressure that, you know, just through high school got me through a lot of shit, you know. Um, and then he released the incredible true story, which is my personal favorite album by him. Uh, just because of the context and the story of the album from start to finish intro to outro was just so good. Uh, Lord willing city of stars, like, whoa, um, upgrade all the skits, like so good, man. So good. And then Bobby Tarantino, when he started doing the trap beats and the boom bap and, all that kind of stuff, just different Bobby, different logic. That was so cool to just see. Again, him just change his sound and change his vibe. And, you know, logic was just always one of those artists, man. It just sucks. It blows because he's just one of my favorites. He really is. It's one of the artists I grew up with. And it's bittersweet knowing that he's going to drop one last album on Friday. And he's been talking about the last album since he started doing this shit back in under pressure. Like, He's had this vision where it was just going to end a certain way. And I'm really hoping it does. Like every, if you listen to all these Logic albums back to back to back to back to back, you realize that there's some type of story going on. If like Last Call on Young Sinatra 4, which is one of his, his last Sinatra album that he released in 2018, the song Last Call is like 10 and a half minutes long. But if you listen to it, he tells you how everything is connected all of it and how it's all going towards the last album and the last album is coming out this Friday called no pressure by logic. The first album was called under pressure. The last one's called no pressure and shout out Bobby dude. Shout out, shout out logic. I know it's going to be a good album. I know it's going to be, I'm going to get pretty emotional, probably listen to it because I don't think any artist wants to retire early, but what he's doing it for with his kid and he has a baby now and he's married apparently, like you're finding out so many things about his life uh, over the course of the last few um, few days and it's just kind of shocking. It's all at once. Like he's like, I have a kid, I have a wife, this is my last album, I'm retiring, I'm going to be a great dad. And respect to Bobby, dude. That's not easy to do. That's not easy to walk away from the game that you made. And if you listen to that last call song too in 2018, I don't think he was planning on retiring so early in his career because he talks about how he's just getting started and how he's so good, how he feels great to be at the top finally and be able to do all these things. So I think it was a very big decision in his life to retire 
and just be Bobby, you know? So shout out Logic. Listen to the new album, No Pressure, uh, July 24th. Uh, I can't wait to talk about it next Monday and give you my full review on it. Apparently Kanye is dropping something too called Donda. I'm not going to get excited for it because if it comes, it comes, which is great. And it's probably going to be okay and good. But the real spotlight this Friday is Logic, No Pressure. Can't wait. Shout out, Bobby. So, uh, two shows real quick. Let me talk to you about them. Uh, number one, that Down to Earth with Zach Efron show. Unreal. So good. So good. It, he, I, I'm a huge Zach Efron fan now. Like, dude, this guy, forget the looks, forget who he is, what he's done and all that. What I like about Zach Efron the most, and he talks about it a lot in the show. He got so famous, so young, so fast, so unexpectedly that it just kind of burned him out. And of course people flack on him like like when High School Musical did that little like Zoom reunion singing bullshit thing, everyone got mad uh at Zach because he wasn't there. But like I Zach kind of talks about it. He's like, I've moved on from that chapter in my life. And I think that's what I like about him the most is that he doesn't need what he's done in the past to continue on being who he wants to be. He didn't ride off the high school musical uh, train 10 years later, like some of the other artists are doing, you know, just trying to stay relevant and above water because that's what they did with high school musical. He reinvented himself. He did, a lot of different shows. He did a lot of good movies. He did some different things and he just accepts what he's done. He takes it and he appreciates it and he moves on to the next thing. And I do that too sometimes. And I think a lot of people, you know, just don't see what I see sometimes when like I move on from chapters in my life, you know, if I'm ready to move on, I'm ready to move on. If I'm not, I'm going to stick around. Uh, like the high school phase, like all the all that shit, like oh high school friends and all that. Like if we're gonna be friends forever, we're gonna be friends forever. If not, we had our great times in high school. Move on. If we're gonna keep communication, all that shit, great. If not, we're gonna move on. Same thing as college. Like I as soon as I graduated, I knew I wanted to get out of my college town. I don't wanna get stuck in that college town vibe forever where I sit there and I'm just in my college town for the next five years of my life, going to the same bar, doing the same thing with the same people. No, same thing. If I love you and you love me and we are, and we are friends and we have great connections, no matter where we are in the world, we will always reconnect and we'll always connect and we'll always have a relationship. Family. If, if I ride with you for this long, if I've known you for this long, you're not friends anymore. You're family. We're still around. We're family. Okay, so Zac Efron just goes around the world doing really cool things, showing really cool places that I didn't know existed, like that place where everyone's 110 years old there, <laughs> super cool, all the meditating stuff that he does, uh, the guy that he's with is super cool, so down to earth, if you haven't already watched it, I know a lot of people are watching it already, but that's a really good fucking show, really enjoyed it, Zac Efron's awesome, Zac Efron's freaking awesome, and I watched a documentary two nights ago called Mucho Mucho Amor, the story of Walter Mercado on Netflix. And it was very good. <laughs> I loved it. It was 
he you got to watch it. It's like he's like the Jeffree Star mixed with the Tiger King of the 70s and 80s. Like he was this uh, astrology guy who basically just read daily horoscopes every day on national television in Puerto Rico and did it with his own flair, his own suave, his own show. And he's this big, elegant, big, like rambunctious personality. And he's just very good and very inspiring. And it just talks to you about like, like his life and how crazy famous he got for doing like daily horoscopes, literally like that app that you have on your phone that tells you every day, uh, (laughs) what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. He literally just read that to you on TV. And you'd sit around the TV and you'd watch him and all this. And then he disappeared for like 30 years. And then the show goes into like this big comeback that he does. And he was just super inspiring, dude. He he was awesome. It's such a well-made documentary. And he was a very good person. And I think we could learn a lot from Walter Mercado. Like, like he inspired a generation of Latin Americans. And I'm sure it inspired my mom. I haven't talked to her about it yet, but... So good. So Mucho Mucho Amor by Walter Mercado. He ends every episode with Mucho Mucho Amor. And he kisses you at the screen. So it's so good. (laughs) Watch it. Uh, Incredible. And yeah, that's it. Like episode 15, man. That was like, this is really crazy. We're picking up some steam. We got listeners around the globe right now. Uh, Me and Sean's episode. Um last week did really good and we did another episode on his podcast on Podbean Vegas Vatos with his uh, nephews Ruben and Joe so that was really funny if you want to go check that out you should uh but yeah dude we're on a roll man this is I'm I don't know if you can hear it in my voice or anything I'm just like kind of excited about this like I really think that we're going to be able to do something with this and go far with this and I don't know, keep growing. Like, I I just feel it. And thank you so much for listening. Like, you guys are fucking awesome. Like, I can't even express to you. I wish I could, like, tell you every single listener that listens to this, like, how cool that is. Like, thank you for supporting me. Uh, Thank you for continuing to support me, whether it's in music, whether it's here, whether it's just being my friend. Like, you guys are awesome. I enjoy this. I enjoy talking. (laughs) So... Thank you guys so much. I love you guys. We'll see you guys next week. Get there safe. Have a good week. Make a memory. Ciao.
honestly, I'm just going to keep doing this and see if people actually listen to this part. <laughs> check out Enzo. Check out Thought and Color. Episode 16. Woo!